Welcome, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Finding Myself Through Obesity. We are on episode seven, and I am so excited about the topic that we are going to be talking about today. It is something that I definitely need to continually work on. We are going to be talking about how we deal with negative emotions without judgment, guilt, and shame. A lot of the reasons that we eat or that we overeat is because there are emotions that we don't know how to deal with, and a lot of times the food or whatever addiction you have is a way to buffer through those emotions because we don't know how to handle them. One of the things that I noticed is ever since I was a little girl, I always wanted to just be happy. And I think this is one of the things my dad liked most about me. He said that I entered this earth with a smile on my face. I feel like I have a happy personality naturally, and I always wanted everyone around me to be happy too. It's hard for me to see people sad And when my loved ones were sad, I feel like it's my job to fix it and to make them happy. And I'm trying to work on that and realize that it isn't realistic to never feel negative emotions. And to my surprise, I am learning that it is actually healthy to feel a whole range of emotions. One interesting fact about me is that I don't really remember a time that I have ever felt angry or expressed anger. And my mentor tells me that rage will eventually bubble up if a person never expresses their anger. So I guess I will be better at allowing myself to feel it when I need to. Right before I started my weight loss in 2018, I did have some energy work done, and I had a lot of suppressed anger that I never allowed myself to feel. So instead of feeling anger, I would feel sad or helpless, guilt or shame. I am sure my suppressed anger has to do with the fact that I wasn't allowed to express any anger in my childhood. I would never express my feelings if it wasn't either happy or sad. I don't think anger would ever have been allowed in my childhood home. And unfortunately, I have taught the same things to my kids. And they never talk back to me, but they also don't stand up for themselves in the real world. So even though I have raised respectful children like my parents raised, they never learned to vocalize their negative emotions either. Now that I'm aware of it, I hope that I can teach my kids all of this that I'm learning now. Looking back to me parenting my kids... I'm pretty sure I would take it personally if my kids were angry. I would have made it about me and made it about my feelings instead of listening to them and hearing what they were feeling. So since I wasn't able to express them as a child, I didn't know how to handle them. My children didn't see me get angry, so they didn't get angry. And I think that we mirror each other in that way in families, and that's why we need to really dig into the belief systems that we've been taught in our families because it's not always aligned with truth. It's kind of interesting because there are parents who have kids that are disrespectful or they stand up for themselves or they yell at their parents. There are some good points about your kid expressing anger because then when they get out in the real world, you know that they're going to stand up for themselves. And that's always been a concern for me with my children is how do I teach them to stand up for themselves? when I don't even stand up for myself. So I know that as parents, we have to change first, then we can teach our kids the changes that we are making and allow them to go through the process that they need to go through and accept that they might not change with you. It might take them a while for them to see it. Just be patient with yourself and with your children. I wanted to talk about the emotion guilt. 
I think this is the emotion I have felt the very most, especially as a people pleaser. I have felt so much guilt and that's because I felt responsible for everyone else's happiness. I especially wanted to make sure my husband was happy. I felt responsible for his happiness. I thought it was my job to make him happy. If he wasn't happy, I wasn't being a good wife. It never worked. He has not been very happy our whole marriage, and I have felt so much guilt and responsibility for that. My kids would also be a source of guilt for me, making sure they have everything they need, protecting them from having to feel their negative emotions. Just talking about this makes me realize how much more that I took on than was my responsibility. No wonder why I felt so much guilt. Learning how to handle my negative emotions without turning to food is a huge thing I need to learn how to do. I would feel guilty about absolutely everything. I felt guilt if someone wasn't happy with me. I felt guilt just by doing something I wanted to do if I felt that it inconvenienced someone else. Another emotion that I would feel often is shame. I felt a lot of shame about my body. I am also realizing now that I have felt a lot of shame around my parents because of the life that I was living. I remember writing them letters or cards like on their birthday or Christmas or something and I would tell them that someday I hope they will be proud of me. So for so long I identified as the daughter that was happy, obedient, open, loving, good, and caring. And then when I got married, I didn't live the life that was in line with the daughter I needed to be for them to be proud of me in my own mind. So I experienced a lot of shame about myself and my life. So this is such a huge issue for me, and I'm sure it is for a lot of my listeners because we buffer a lot of negative feelings with our food. And so I asked my mentor, Angel, to give me some advice about this subject, and I wanted to share what she had to say about it. I asked her how we can deal with our negative emotions, like guilt and shame, and here's what she shared with me. She said that emotions come from what we are telling ourselves. Emotions are the product of our thoughts. You can't have an emotion all by itself. It's generated by a thought. So emotions are the offspring of thoughts. And, and here she's calling me out because she says there is no such thing as dealing with emotions. Emotions can't be dealt with. They are not a toddler having a tantrum and you can't control them, tie them up, hold them down or anything like that. So to move away from being a slave to your emotions, you can use emotions as the alarm clocks of your awareness. Let your emotions wake you up. All you can do is notice them feel them, and in place of judging them, ask, what am I? So when a strong emotion appears, ask yourself the question, what am I telling myself right now? Get to see what you're thinking. Find your thought patterns. So then you will understand and see the connection between the level of thinking and the corresponding emotion your thoughts produced. So it's our thinking that needs to be addressed. The emotions do not need to be bridled or tempered, trained or stuffed. They just need to be recognized. They need to be seen as red flags that they are, the alarm clocks that they are, the evidence that is getting your attention to make you look at what you're telling yourself. Now, seeing your thoughts and being willing to look at their origin is taking it one step further. Your thoughts are the offspring of your beliefs, and these beliefs lie in the unconscious mind. They are underground, so to speak. So you look at your thoughts and ask yourself, if these things I'm thinking were actually true and permanent, 
What would that mean about me? And then you can repeat that question until it pulls up the deepest fear, which would be something like, I am not good enough. I'm a failure, I'm unlovable, or I'm unworthy. Now you can see why I love my mentor, Angel, so much. I love how she talks about them being alarm clocks to our awareness. It's so good and so true. Also, she really called me out when I asked how I can learn to deal with my negative emotions. I love it when I learn something new, and every single time I do another podcast episode, I have more enlightenment to how I can come closer to the truth and uncover another layer of my emotional weight. And it really is the best feeling ever. It's amazing how I am talking about emotions today because the last couple of days I've been feeling really weird and feeling really off. And I didn't really know what it was. I realized that I am actually feeling guilt today. So I want to go through this formula and put it into practice. So we ask ourselves, what is the emotion I am feeling? I am noticing that I'm feeling really guilty about how I'm spending my time lately. And then I need to ask myself, what am I telling myself right now? And I'm telling myself that I should be doing more. I should have cooked dinner. I should have cleaned the house and I should have not spent so much time on social media. I need to do more if I want to start making money and I'm, I'm just not doing enough. So these are the thoughts that I'm having. And so then I need to ask myself, if these things that I'm thinking are actually true and permanent, what would that mean about me? Oh, if I'm believing all those things, like I should cook dinner and I should clean the house, I shouldn't be on social media. I think what it would mean about me is that I'm always going to struggle financially and I'm not a good mom and I'm not a good wife. I think it would mean that I am not going to create the amazing life that I know I'm capable of. So then we're going to go one layer deeper. If all of that was true, what would that mean about me? And I think that it would mean that I'm just not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not disciplined enough. I'm just not enough. Even though I'm doing all of this work, I still fall into this place where I feel like I'm not enough. And I didn't even realize how I was doing that to myself the last couple of days. Angel just posted today about all the shoulds in our lives. And I'm trying really hard not to do shoulds in my life because it just makes me feel guilty. And I didn't realize that I was starting to get into that pattern, but I didn't recognize it. If we have a should in our life, where did that come from and who taught you that? And then make sure that when you, there's something that you want to do, it's because you want to do it, not because you've been told that you should do it or that that's what a mom does. The point is that we need to stop feeling like we need to be somewhere and just let ourselves be because the guilt doesn't help us get anywhere. As I am processing this feeling of guilt that I'm feeling today, I realize that I am still trying to prove my worth by doing things instead of realizing I am worth it no matter what I do. I have been feeling so weird lately, and I just didn't know why. And now I do know why. I am putting a lot of pressure on myself lately to start making money. I know that there are some amazing things in the works for me and for my future, but it's going to take time. I can't put all these shoulds on me because then I start feeling so much guilt. And when I'm in guilt, I'm not going to be aligned with truth. And as I'm feeling guilt about the things that I'm not doing, 
I felt impressed that I need to write down the things that I am doing. When I wrote this list, I thought, okay, I need to be a little bit more patient with myself because I am. I do have this podcast. I'm producing a weekly episode. I have to write it. I have to record it. I have to edit it. And it takes a long time to do that, even though I love it so much. I'm also working part-time for my friend. She does silverware jewelry, and I'm managing all of her social media. I'm also making sure that I have my daily posts for my own social media. And one of my future goals is to write a book about this journey that I'm on. That is something that will come in the future, and I'm excited about that. And then in February 2022, I am launching a membership for women like me who want this soul-aligning coaching with accountability and community. I think there's nothing better than being in a community with people who are like-minded, who are going through the same thing, who can help support each other through their trials and teach each other through their own experiences. And so I'm really excited about that membership, and I'm going to be talking more about that as I put it together. And eventually I want to put together in-person groups that we can learn this work together, just like my mentor Angel does. But I want it to be in the niche of body acceptance and weight loss. And so there's a lot of dreaming going on. When I don't accomplish what I feel like I need to, then I start to feel guilty because then I worry that I will never get it done. But what I want to think and what I want to feel is hopeful because I want to see what I am doing. Look at what I have accomplished this past two months. You know, it took me almost seven months to actually launch this podcast, but looking back, I'm so glad that I waited because my podcast is totally different than what it would have been in February if I had launched it then. My direction is so much clearer and more meaningful to me now. I'm so grateful and I know that I need to trust the timing. I have a clear picture of what I want and I am meditating and picturing it every single day. And I'm making movement towards my goals every day. And however long it takes is exactly how long it was meant to take. We have this habit of going back to what we should do. And we're looking at all the things that we're not doing. And then we start creating this negative emotion inside of us. And if we could stop putting those shoulds on us and start just seeing what we are doing, just the fact that I have a goal and a direction where I know where I want to go is huge because every single day I can get inspiration or I can get ideas of how I'm going to move a little bit closer towards that goal. But I also need to not force it, make sure that it comes naturally and let God work through me. I feel so strongly about this. The reason why I feel so strongly about this is because I feel happy and joy right now. And I am still in this big body and I never thought that was possible. And I also wanted you guys to know that I am losing weight. I think my highest weight was probably 327. And when I got on the scale today, I was 303 point something pounds. And I'm not even dieting. And so I know that this is working. I know that this emotional weight that I am releasing is going to result in my physical body getting smaller and getting healthier. I want to ask all of you to think about the emotions that you're feeling a majority of the time. If there is one that is really standing out for you, I would love to challenge you to do this work with me. 
Let's continue to uncover all of this emotional weight that we have been holding on to for so long. And let's get to the bottom and continue to learn and grow together. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, we are going to be talking about scarcity mindset, especially my scarcity around money. Have a great week.